0: Hey, I am A.T. Wordall, and this is Big Fish Small Pod. If you've listened before, you know what you're doing. Um, if you're new, this is the show here on the Fish Stripes Podcast Network, where we just catch you up on like the last day of action and set you up for the days ahead. So um, really quickly, what I want to talk about today is Braxton Garrett. I want to talk about his start. I want to look in a bit on Lewis Brinson. A lot is being said about him. So I'll keep that to, uh, like, a, like, a note. Um, and check in on the minor leagues. See what is up. Pensacola. They had a, a fun one up there. Um, so, um, yeah, quickly getting into last night's game. The Padres and Marlins faced for the second game of their series at Petco Park in San Diego. Craig Stammen got the start for the Padres in a bullpen game. Well... Braxton Garrett got the start for Miami. Um, Braxton looking to kind of follow up on a really good outing last time around, but he surprised me last night by not really featuring his changeup. That seemed to be like the feature of his attack last time through the rotation, but pretty much it was out of his arsenal last night. There seemed to be a couple of reasons for that. Like the Padres were definitely like on him from the start. And they weren't going to really relent. It's a hard Padres attack, so every batter there is like at least a guy who you can like visualize playing every day. Like Tommy Pham is like the minimum, um, and that's like I'm being like catastrophic when I say that he's a like a great baseball player. So like as the outing went on, Braxton seemed to get kind of stuck in his fastball sinker throwing his like curveball either out of the zone or like trying to pinch that outside corner away and he like got pinched a bit by the umpires a couple of times on that seemed like he executed the pitch perfectly and it's great to see that he can just deliver that curveball right where he wants it up in the zone a hard pitch for any hitter to do anything with just extending out that far and then up to do something with the ball. Last night Braxton showed more of his skills as a finesse pitcher, but seemed to be pushed away from what to me seems like the like artery of his attack. Well, the Marlins themselves had a pretty good attack all through, uh, 12 hits on the night for Miami. Um, Lewis Brinson kind of got it going starting in the first inning with a just a, a well-hit single to right for the game's first RBI. And on Lewis, you know, people are talking about him. He's getting hot. Um, looking at like his just rolling numbers on baseball savant, it's his, like, everything's spiking. Um, he's just performing so well over the last, last couple of outings or so. Eli Sussman has a good write up on him up today, as does Kenny Kelly over at Beyond the Buck. Score also on SB Nation. What really sticks out to me about Lewis, and I didn't really see it last night, they. Padres pitchers actually stayed pretty well away from Lewis. Um, but a couple of times now, I've seen Lewis just like take the ball like up and in uh, for that home run in the first game of the series. That's been. A thing i've noticed in his swing he seems to be able to stay tighter and get around on a ball inside and do with it what he wants while also just like staying tight getting to those lower breaking pitches a little bit slower they fit the same swing path and following through well keeping both hands on the bat like a fundamental but like a fundamental personally i'm wondering whether or not this is like an actual like physical development. Perhaps he's like really strengthened his wrist. That's a really like baseball specific muscle group. So if he's strengthened that and can keep it tighter, allow his like fan rated 80, 65 raw power. Fan rated 80 raw power. We wish, um, that's, that's Giancarlo who himself made like a major adjustment with his swing as a Marlin. Looking at that 2017 year, it was just like night and day. Players do make these adjustments and can bring them to success. Obviously Lewis very different player than Giancarlo. He doesn't have as much like firepower just in that swing. Um, it's more of like a spray swing where he just can get that like double down the alley. Uh, between right center and that's maybe who he is maybe a sustainable point but we'll see as the season goes on what we're actually looking at but for now seems hot and last night the Padres really like stayed away from him and that seems like just so contrary to what like three or four years of just conditioned response to Lewis Brinson has been In the game itself, um, early scoring by the Marlins was doubled up by the Padres. They just matched them pretty much run for run, um, scoring two in the fourth and breaking the game their way. After a wild pitch by Braxton Garrett, Eric Hosmer came around to score. Will Myers went to third, Trent Grissom was at second before Tommy Pham singled on a ground ball to third baseman Brian Anderson. Made it two first, Wilmeyer scored, and that was not the deciding run as it went to the seventh. Nigo Rojas, great double, uh, brought in a run, but the Padres matched it against Richard Blyer. They got one through. Aaron Nola singled to left. Alfaro played it well, but Adam Frazier was still able to score from second. As for Alfaro's throwing error early in the game, frankly it struck me as just humbling. Uh, this is a guy fully adjusting to a new position. The bat does look better, as the Marlins look to avoid the sweep tonight, 4-10 San Diego. Quickly catching up on the Miners, the Jumbo Shrimp played the Charlotte Knights last night. Uh, Eliezer Hernandez had a tremendous start, uh, going five innings on 62 pitches, really great ratio. While striking out 10 batters, he did allow a home run to their cleanup hitter, Gavin Sheets, who's spent some time in the majors and rightfully is their cleanup hitter and only allowed one other hit a double. And with that double though, he did actually pick off the runner at second. So it's just like the home run was it. If this was a like major league performance, I think he might be close to a major league return. In the sixth, Lewin Diaz had an RBI single and came around to score on an error. While the shrimp scored two runs and Parker Bug gave up two runs to the Charlotte Knights as the Jacksonville shrimp fell three to two. In Pensacola, we had a game that like really... Stood out. I mean, it's still like mid-air, um, but currently the score is tied seven to seven. Tenth inning Suspended due to rain. So we'll kind of see what happens, but this is just like a It's just like a, a, a lot of a, a night uh, J.J. Blade has gotten on base five times in this game. Just one single four Like hits but four walks uh, looking deeper At his at-bats, he swang at every strike and let every ball go for a ball. He exhibited perfect plate discipline and even fouled off every strike. He didn't miss once. He just hasn't been, like, hitting this, like, night last night. I think really zeroes in on that skill. It's being able to do what Lewis Brinson seems to be doing, which is just taking a pitch and doing what you want with it. Um, That's an area for growth as Blood A goes through the minors and does develop. It's funny to be back with like a regular season and regular games, and it really does highlight how much development can change a player year to year. Well, on the mound, this game was anchored by a great start by Kyle Nichols. Five innings, eight strikeouts. Um, now he now leads Marlins minor league pitchers in strikeouts ahead of Jake Eater, Edward Cabrera, Max Meyer. Yeah, this is a lot of talent we're talking about. The Beloit snappers fell ten to six behind an efficient offensive attack. Seven hits, six runs for Beloit. While in Daytona, the Jupiter Hammerheads fell ten to six. Tanner Allen had his first two-hit night of his professional career. Tonight, again, four ten start time for the Marlins and Padres. Expected starters, we're looking at Ryan Weathers for the Padres and Sandy for the Marlins. That is all for the podcast. We will be back to your ears tomorrow.